0: Billy Reeves here. Welcome to the K Scope podcast. I hope you're well. An exclusive coming up with James and Daniel from Tesseract and tracks from their new LP, which is out now. First up, though, from the forthcoming album from Gaspacho. It's entitled Soyuz, and this is Exit Suite. Aspacho exit suite from Sawyer's and the album's out on May the 18th. Now check the visually stunning and emotive new video for that track on the K-Scope video channels and website. Essentially a short film, a collaboration project between K-Scope and the University of South Wales card if it was created by Dewey Allen. Gaspacho's Thomas Anderson describes that track as, quote, the result of a night playing with matches in the studio. It's a song about the fear of dawn and the passing of the old day. The matches were supposed to be our short, flickering lives in this dark universe, and we ended up making a rhythm out of them and building a song on that rhythm, unquote. Now, Gaspacho have confirmed that they will be taking Sawyer's on the road this summer, with a series of headline shows and an appearance at B-Prog, my friend, in Barcelona. With more dates to follow. I'll see you at the Dome Tufnell Park in North London for the show on May the 28th. All physical pre-orders of Soyuz from the K-Scope store come with an exclusive free download, two MP3s. The first is Soyuz 1 and the second, an unreleased instrumental version of Know Your Time. The pre-orders are up now. At the Kscope store, and the album is out on the 18th of May on LP, CD, and of course digital as well. Now, Tesseract return with the new album Sonder. It's out now. They're currently in the USA on a huge tour, which later takes in European festivals, another trip to Australia. Before we hear from James Monteith and Daniel Tompkins from the band, this is entitled Beneath My Skin. our tesseract and that is Beneath My Skin. I was very fortunate to be invited to the final rehearsal before the six members of the band headed to Boston to start their big American tour. I shared a cuppa with James Monteith, the guitarist and singer Dan Tompkins and I started by asking Daniel, who is the most rock and roll member? On tour I think things have changed quite a lot
1: over the years haven't they? <laughs> only today we had the conversation uh, I think we're going to rein it in again this year just like not party too hard and right. just kind of look after ourselves yeah. but really I think it's a case of just making sure we have enough rest mm. you know so we'll often pack down at the end of a show and then straight in the bandwagon and straight to sleep you know there's no there's
0: no real party and so there's no, no hotels then it's all on the but keeping on no the,
2: well, the drives are so long we, we sleep as we drive because we're oh. in well we're in a, what's called a bandwagon which is basically a poor man's tour bus it's, right. it's kind of like a tour bus but a little bit rough around the edges
0: i'm fascinated james looking around at all the gear here you're pretty much self-contained own desk own in-ear monitors the whole sort of like kit and caboodles all going with you is that uh, to save money or is that just a a convenient way of making sure everything's done as you wish it to be?
2: Um, Definitely to make sure everything is we wish it to be Um, and also I guess well with within ears um, because it's our system we know exactly what the mix will be every night yeah. it's nice it's just yeah it, it works perfectly fine every time and we have the same desk so our, our, our um, aiden o'brien our sort of engineer co-writer he um he uh, yeah he just it's it makes it, it makes his life a lot easier and it makes us sound the best we can every night it,
0: it's, it's, odd, it, it's so oh, it's so i'm gonna get really show off my terrible indie credentials here because it just sounds it, to me it just sounds as though it's more difficult if you're turning up to a venue and everything e- there's everything as an in-house mm. sound engineer who knows the venue to take your own gear sounds like a terrible indulgence but talking to aiden it actually sounds as though it's a lot easier
2: yeah and with modern uh, technology you can pretty much save all your your your, your kind of your session your your does he called what's it called your show file um, right. which is essentially which he tweaks as the as the tour goes on and obviously he adjusts it for each room but pretty much most of the levels are kind of set and um all the eqs that you know he tweaks them as they go but they're kind of already set so he's more just tuning the band to the room rather than starting from scratch and getting the band yeah. sounding good then f- figuring out the room so yeah it makes it means you can get much better well, a really good sound really quickly
0: Essentially, as we sit here at the end of rehearsals for what is an enormous American tour, right? Where are you at, James? Are you ready?
2: I'm really tired after today, to be honest, but, yeah. No, I'm, I think, actually, no, we've got one more rehearsal, we fly to the States, and we really need it. <laughs> A dress rehearsal, is it A dress rehearsal, and make sure all the equipment works rehearsal. Um, but, yeah, I think we're really ready to get out there and start playing this new music. I think, yeah,
0: we're really excited for it. Daniel, what's been the, of the new material then, going from the, the recorded versions, the laptop versions, the mastered versions, what's been the most difficult track of the new material to get ready for live? And conversely, what's been the easiest?
1: Oh, well, on this tour, we're only taking three new songs on the road. One of them, we played quite a lot on the last tour. We went uh, to the States, we supported to Megadeth, which is Smile, and... It's a new uh, it is a newer version. It is. It's revamped for sure. It's a lot more energetic. Um, so that that was really easy to be honest with you. What what are the other songs we're doing? Oh, Luminary and King uh, and King. Okay. i would say the two singles obviously. <laughs> yeah. Kind of makes yeah, sense, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> I think actually, Lumino for me is one of the most difficult songs. Just for mm. that one hook, it's an incredibly high note. That's like a. That's a, a D, a high D on that top note. So for me to hit that, I've got to be really on form, which is kind of cool because it makes me really look after
0: myself on tour. So this tour must have been booked a long time ago to make sure, and the, and, and getting everything coordinated around the album. It, mm-hmm. From the outside, it looks like a, I imagine it's like a dark, isn't it, where everything's kind of like, you know, looking really nicely on the surface, but underneath everything's um, sort of like paddling away furiously. Was this all planned, or did this come together quite by accident? Well,
2: no, it was it was planned, and um, this tour was was booked, and then um, that then. Imposed a deadline on the record, so right. it meant that the, the record had to be done. Yeah, it was slight, probably slightly quicker than we would have wanted to, but you know, maybe, th- on the on the flip side, it's good to have a deadline a to get it done. A deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we basically had to have it done by a certain point, so we could then do this tour, and then because after this we're then going to festivals, and after that we well, yeah. do Australia, and then know, Europe. It's, sure,
0: so it's, but, sorry, it's back. It's, it's back here. It's back to Europe for the festivals, for the summer festivals mm-hmm. and European festivals, and then. To Australia?
2: Have mm. you been to Australia before, James? Yeah, this will be our fourth time, I think. Wow.
0: Yeah. So What's the di- it's a bit of a large question, Dan, so I'll, maybe you could split this into two. What is essentially the major differences between playing in the States and, and playing in your home country? Because I've, I've always been fascinated that in the States it seems as though rock music or pop music all on its little tentacles is a sort of branch of show business, essentially, and whereas mm. it, in maybe the British we consider it to be a, a branch of art, what are the major differences?
3: Really
1: just crowd participation in my eyes from mm. being stood on stage. I find that the crowds are obviously more reserved in the UK we're more reserved people in general, generally speaking, aren't we? But uh, yeah, in the States, people are much more active, very vocal. There seems to be a higher energy in the States from the crowds as well.
0: Well, it's party music, isn't it? Metal, and all, you know, to, for want of a better word. It's, it's huge it's over there, music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think we've, we've actually, well, we've toured the UK a lot of times, but the States, we've, We've toured it relentlessly for the past several years, haven't yeah. we?
2: So I think this might be tour number ten now.
0: Which wow. is why yeah. is that though? Why why are, why are Tesseract you know, uh, uh, touring the hell out all the little corners of the yeah. states? And why why you know like you know, like the Kinks or Heavenly or Charged GBH? Are you bigger in the states than you are in your own home country?
2: Um, I think it was kind of luck at the beginning of well, when we first got signed to Century Media. We, we were signed to the US um, kind of wing. And they wanted us out there and we had an amazing opportunity to open for devon townsend and um that Mm. kind of really set us off running there and um so we went back immediately after that to do a tour protest the hero and Mm. we very rapidly started to build up much more momentum there than we did here um i don't think we actually did like a big european tour until probably about 2014 yeah in 2010 we were doing it in the states so Mm. i think it was just we went where people wanted us i was going
0: to say because that's that's really cute isn't it that's that's the old isn't that the old-fashioned way get out there and (laughs) tour
2: yeah i
1: don't know touring man it's it's getting harder and harder but at the same time we're growing so we're, there's there's more of a push for us to get out there and do yeah. more shows so it's a hard balance to find we want to be going out on tour ideally for maybe four weeks at a time that'd be the perfect <laughs> amount of time but there's always that demand to do more shows and play
2: more you know different markets
0: what's your relationship you two your relationship with the record now
2: um i don't know i think i've listened to it to death that <laughs> it feels old already you know? thinking yeah. about the new demos that are kicking around
1: yeah a lot of the ideas from this album have been around for a good year and a half I remember when my, my second was born I remember rocking him at three in the morning actually <laughs> writing melodies to a lot of these ideas wow. um, so yeah, yeah they've been around for a while in fact we've actually got a lot of ideas that we want to revisit I think personally for me I think that the best is yet to come oh, well, in,
0: always in a bit actual bit. fact yeah, it. Anathema always say that career wise are you digging all of your contemporaries on the label James? Yeah they're
2: fantastic bands on the label um, uh, we were talking earlier about I Am The Morning I think their record's fantastic um, obviously Anathema are great and um, I really enjoyed Danny Kavanagh's album last year yeah. as well and um, what else has there been there's been loads of cool stuff I have to shout out Pliny who we're touring with um, of course we're, we're yeah. both um, in the States and in Europe um, it's instrumental kind of prog rock stuff um, fronted by Pliny the guitarist and um, he's a very young guy I think he's sort of mid-twenties so Plenty a... the younger <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why nobody's made that <laughs> joke before <laughs> right
0: let's talk gear what, James what's the thing the, the item equippy. Uh, that you've got to take, that you cannot be without, and then what is your gong? What's the, most, the, the thing you're most indulgent with?
2: Well, I guess the guitar has to stay, really. Without a guitar, you can't really do very Which much. Which one? Which one? Oh, that's tough. He's got too many. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'd probably have to pick my first Ibanez LA Custom Shop guitar that um, I had built about seven years ago. It's just been like my rock. It's a solid That's the guitar. the essential. Yeah. yeah. And what's
0: the what's the indulgent one? What's the one where everyone's going, really? Do you need? To, you're taking up so much space with this. Um, to a degree, flange. it's probably
2: my second Custom Shop guitar because it's <laughs> it's really beautiful looking, but it's really temperamental. It doesn't like temperature changes. Right. Um, it constantly needs maintenance, and to be honest, at some point. God, I'm actually getting a new guitar in the States. i like, it's really greedy. Of I course. They're cheaper out there,
4: I understand. <laughs> and I think
2: I, I, might, I might retire that, that green one to my house just because I'll be much happier in a constant temperature. <laughs>
0: it and must and make it sound as though it's sentiment. Uh, Dan, as the singer, of course, you don't have to carry anything, do you? Yeah,
1: um, I, I have quite a modest setup, you know. who has got a microphone and a stand. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I've got two, two mics that I like to take with me. I always take a Shure thing, 58 then? because, obviously, it's the industry standard. You can't That's go anywhere it. without one. Can't go wrong. Never leave home without mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I, uh, I like to use live condensers on stage. When, when the yeah. stages allow it, obviously, because they're just big drum mics in the, the day, simple mics. Mm. Um, I had a, a Neumann KMS 105, which was really nice, but I've just switched to a Shure KSM 8. Right. Uh, and it's an amazing mic. It's a live condenser, but it's got a, a much. Um, it handles the background noise a lot easily. Yeah,
0: because there's not because there isn't any background noise, is there with you guys. It's only the symbols, and it? it's only you, it's everything, <laughs> everything else is, it, yeah. is there. Yeah, uh, Jay's
1: got a lot of symbols and it hits them hard.
0: Yeah. So. What's that word about that that China yeah. one? It's completely it ridiculous. What's the point in isn't that? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that again, please, then? Uh, sorry, what? <laughs> tesseract the arrow before that you heard orbital and before that you heard beneath my skin and sonder is out now lunatic soul news next the riverside frontman marius dudas project following on from last year's album fractured the new album is entitled under the fragmented sky it's out on the 25th of may Marius tells us, quote, These are more classical pieces, and they've been waiting for their own time, which has now come. Under the Fragmented Sky will be both a supplement to Fractured and an artistically independent release with its own character and identity, unquote. This, then, from Lunatic Soul, is entitled Untamed.
4: So it's done, you've won the fight. War is over, you can stop. Don't mind them, they don't deserve. They'll keep snoring nursing hey. But you have your chance now Inner threats remain unchanged. Maybe you have just gotten used to your constant waiting For another time away But your war is finally done and you have to deal with that
0: untamed and they are lunatic soul i've got some pineapple thief news for you the pineapple thief have announced details of their new record on their page on the Scope website the name of the new album dissolution main man bruce sword says and i quote the title reflects the disintegration of relationships and the undoing of our social fabric we're living in a time when supposedly we are more connected than ever before, but I personally am at my happiest when I unplug that connection, unquote. The Pineapple Thief have also announced that they'll be taking Disillusion on the road, uh, starting in September of this year, and that tour will include their biggest show to date at London's beautiful and prestigious Shepherd's Bush Empire, the K-Scope website, for more details. Now, before I go, just want to say thank you for joining myself, Billy Reeves, for this episode of the K-Scope podcast. As ever, we're humbled by the music played here and also by the fans and listeners that make our label possible. Do please keep supporting independent music by subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast with your friends. Now, we're celebrating K-Scope's forthcoming release of the classic Manson LP, Attack of the Grey Lantern, and... The fact that the band's main man, Paul Draper, is on tour with Stephen Wilson in the Americas right now. Stunningly remastered from the original multitracks, the erstwhile number one LP will be available on all digital platforms. As a Media Book CD, as a double black gatefold vinyl, as a very limited double purple gatefold heavyweight vinyl complete with the original design printed in a bags, a lavish four-disc limited book, three CD and DVD set including remastered album, DVD including 5.1 mix, original videos and a high-definition mix, a 70-page book with a new extended essay on the making of the record and its impact, and a CD of never heard of before demos, rarities, outtakes, and... A CD of selected Manson BBC sessions. The whole caboodle is out on the 8th of June. And you may remember the publicity stunt for this track 21 years ago last week of them chucking the cash around at Liverpool Street Station. Here then is the remastered version of the Manson classic Tax Loss. See you soon. Ta da!